Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. This morning I'll be talking about the time for possession. Turn to somebody and tell the person it is time for you to possess your possession. We must always understand the time for possession. Now, when it comes to the things of the spirit, timing is everything. When you miss the timing, you cannot possess. When you miss the time. I remember the time we started building the Samek house and we started building the, the EAM World Headquarters was at the very beginning of COVID-19. And it looked crazy at that time to even think you are going to build anything. I remember one of our concerns was that people say they are hungry and how can they be hungry and will be building? And I told Pastor Mike, I said, Pastor Mike, let's go. Let's build it. After all, we are taking care of the hungry. We are taking care of people's accommodation. We are taking care of people's food. We are taking care of their clothing. We are paying school fees. We are doing some things. We are, we are, take, we are helping hospitals and so on and so forth. So, whilst you are doing all that, if you also go and start building Samek, there's nothing wrong with it. Some people will comment and be like, oh, we are hungry and they are building. Even if we stop building and started building the building in your stomach, you still be hungry. Some of us, if they put all this concrete in our stomach, we will still be hungry. So, at times you just follow people. You follow the crowd and what they are saying. You look at the, 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 the movement of the masses and the way they are thinking and you will never do anything in your life. Because they have something to say about everything. The world is like people who are in a football match who understand the match more than the coach. And they run commentary. They should have selected this person. They shouldn't have selected that, per that person. They should have done it this way, done it that way. So, you will have to understand the time for possession. And in our day, by the grace of God, we manage to understand that this is a period that is not a period of COVID-19, a time of misery and a time of frustration. But we understood that this time is actually a season of a jubilee. And I'll get to the jubilee shortly. But we will have to be equipped with the spiritual senses of the tribe of Issachar, the tribe of Issachar. The Bible said, and of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times. Issachar, they understood the times. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes in life, you just need humility to understand that the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin and the tribe of Reuben, Dan, God, all of them are not the tribe of Issachar. The tribe of Issachar had a certain grace. God anointed them and gave them the capacity to understand the times. In life, you just have to come to the place where you understand we are not the same. What some people can see, others cannot see. 
What some people can hear, others cannot hear. What some people know, others don't know. We are all in this building. Everybody has got a certain grace and gift of awareness. There are things you know I don't know, but there are also things I know you don't know. And God looked among them and a particular tribe, which were called the tribe of Issachar. God gave them the grace to understand the times. The Bible said, and of the tribe or the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times. To know what Israel ought to do. The people that show us what to do are the people that are of the tribe of Issachar. But you see, it is not enough for the tribe of Issachar to have the capacity to know what to do. But the Bible said the heads of them were 200. The heads of them were 200. You know, over the past two, over the past about three or four days, I have a certain concern. And the concern is that we need leaders in the kingdom of God. We need leaders. Seriously, we need leaders. We need people that will get to the front and lead. They will lead because they understand what is going on. So, I will have the capacity. You will have the capacity. Prophet Livingston and others will have the capacity. But, where are the leaders? Where are the heads? Where are the leaders and where are the heads? So, these people had leaders. So, the leader of a choir, the leader of ushering, the leader of um, the deacons, the leader of maybe protocol, the leader of this and that, the leader of prayer, and all these leaders were leading the people of Israel, and they knew exactly what to do. I pray that in your family, God will raise leaders. We are going to talk on leadership. We are going to see how do we get leaders in our family, leaders in our businesses, leaders in the church. Because you know what, people, without leaders, you may know what to do, but you can never do it. And the Bible said, because there were people that knew the times and they knew what to do, and the head of them, the heads of them were 200, all their brethren were at their commandment. So when you know what to do and you've got leadership in place, we will know what Israel ought to do. And, and the, the, all their brethren were at their commandment. Now, these children of Israel, according to the Tagum, the Tagum are the, the Tagum is the ancient Aramaic paraphrase or interpretation of the Hebrew Bible. The Tagum says that this tribe of Issachar, they were, they had a certain skill in determining the commencement of months and years. And they were mostly astrologers, and um, astronomers so they could look at the movement of the moon and the sun and tell when the month is going to begin that is why you have all these people that determine Easter and then the Muslims too you see them they determine when the Ramadan thing is going to happen and so on and so forth and you see them talking and they say we are waiting for the moon we are waiting for the moon what they are using is astrology and they are using astronomy in our case 
we don't use astronomy and we don't use astrology but we use the voice of the holy ghost the bible said as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god may you have the inner witness of the holy ghost and the holy ghost will lead you and direct you to know what to do at any particular time when we talk about the year of settlement you must know when to buy land you must know when to dig a foundation you must know when to start building you must know when to do everything you are supposed to do and this year when we say the year of settlement we are already in the fourth month and some of you are far from settlement i pray that god would trigger your senses of recognition and your senses of awareness your senses of discernment and knowledge so that you will know what to do and the time in which we are is the jubilee the time in which we are is the jubilee the, the jubilee is a period when people are free from slavery somebody say i am free from slavery come on shout it i am free from slavery now i personally have never entered a period in my life when i'm determined not to be a slave like today and the reason I, now what i say i'm determined not to be a slave is that I'm, I'm really determined i don't want anybody to control my destiny I want God to control my destiny. I, I want to be free from any form of bondage. Bondage to anything that will make me look like a slave. Somebody here, under the sound of my voice, you are free from any form of bondage because this is our jubilee. You are free from sin. You are free from sickness. You are free from death. You are free from every curse. You are free from every manipulation. You are free from every control of the devil. He who the Son has set free is free indeed. And the Bible says, Stand fast in the liberty wherein Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. If you can clap your hands, the power of God is upon you. The power of God is on you. Freedom. In the Jubilee, they said, everybody, you are free. And then, any property that was yours, but the enemy had taken from you, or you were owing, and the property was taken from you, the property was restored to you. So it was a period for restoration. It was a time for restoration. It was a time for, for repentance. It was a time for rejuvenation. It was a time of release where anything that was yours but the enemy had captured, the thing was released to you. So today, we release to you your righteousness and release your healing to you. Somebody lift up your hand and shout, my righteousness is released to me. My freedom is released to me. My wisdom is released to me. My prosperity is released to me. My breakthrough is released to me. Somebody say, my health is released to me. Somebody say, my life is released to me. My family is released to me. My freedom is released to me. Somebody say, anything that is mine, in this year of the Jubilee, it is released unto me and declare, I am settled. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. This is the period of the Jubilee. And he said, and you shall hallow the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you. And you shall return 
every man unto his possessions, and you shall return every man to his own family. So in the Jubilee, you will return every man to his own possession and every man to his own family. And it's also said in the verse number 13, in the year of this Jubilee, you shall return every man unto his possession. One day, one of my daughters came to me and told me something years ago, about four years ago. And the team paid me proper, proper. She said they were walking around my village. They went the um, nurses and things. They went around the Damaltundong area. And somebody was insulting me. And they said, that pastor, doing all those things in Borga. But go and look at his own village. There's nothing there. I said, oh, am I the chief of the village? Why are you insulting me over my village as if I gave birth to the chief of the village? But you know what, people? That thing woke something up in me that no matter what I do in Borga and Balungu, one day I'll be judged by Damaltendong, not Borga, Tanga, and Balungu. One day I'll be judged. No, my, my children and grandchildren, they'll be like, Listen, this is our grandfather who came and did gargantuan things in Bogatanga and did them in Balungu and forgot the Damaltendong completely. So I determined I'm going to go to my father's compound house together with mommy and we are going to change the house. And that is the first thing we went and did. We went and changed everything. I live in Boga. And you know what makes it worse these days is that when I even come to church and I'm preaching, because of how nice you guys look. Because of how nice you guys look. And the environment and everything. People still think we live in Accra. But anybody watching me on television, these people are in Boga. They are not in Accra. Because every nice thing is in Bogatanga. Every handsome man is in Bogatanga. Every beautiful person is in Bogatanga. That is who we are. A land that God has blessed. And when you come here, we have gold, we have granite, we have the shared nut fruit tree, we have the dawa dawa trees here, we have many things here. We are a blessed land. So, in the year of the Jubilee, you shall return every man to his own land. So, I was telling that gentleman from Tumu, I said, You know what? Golu, is that where um, Liman came from? Golu. I said, The upper west Golu has given Ghana a president before. Can the people from that area be so proud of the area that they will go and do something there? And in the future, when they say, where did Liman come from? When they go to the Golu and the Tumu area, it will be a blessing. You know, many years after slave trade, people want to know where the slaves came from. They go to central region. They go to the, to the they, they go to the, what is the name of those? The castles. They want to see where these places come from. You, but God makes you come from a place for a certain purpose. God makes you come from a place for a certain purpose. So that you will use your gift to develop the place. People sometimes don't care about something that is their own. They prefer to look after something that belongs to somebody. They prefer to weed on somebody's farm instead of their own farm. They prefer to iron somebody's clothing instead of their own. They will prefer, many people are like that. We are all like that. I would prefer 
doing something that belongs to another person than doing something that belongs to me. Because, you know, all of you sitting here, those of you that are younger than 60 years, you are younger than 40 years, whatever we are doing today is because of you. And you are walking about in town and people are deceiving you. You people go to the church, you give your money to the pastor. You go to the church, you give. How can you give your money to a 62-year-old man? Where is he going with it? Listen to me. We are doing something in order to preserve a heritage and a legacy for our children and for our children's children. And when you are in the church, you are not supporting a man. Don't let people confuse you. You are not giving your money to men. You are not giving your time to men. You are building a legacy for your children. And somebody can clap your hands and praise the name of Jesus. He said in the Jubilee, you shall return. You shall return every man to his own house. You return every man to his own land. That is what you do in the Jubilee. And he said you shall go every man to his own possession. May the Lord help you to possess your possessions. Now, look at me. I want you to pray two prayers today. Give me the discernment to discern the time. I want to discern the time in which I live. There is a time to move. When I turned 60, I realized that the most important time of my life was going to be between 60 and 70. What I allowed God to do with me between 60 and 70 would determine whether I was a useless man on earth or my life was meaningful. So I said, okay. I want somebody to lift up your hand and you want to pray, Father, give me discerning of the times. Give me discerning of the times. Come on, lift up your hands and talk to God. Give me discerning. your hand on your belly and say father activate everything that is in me and give me understanding of the times in which i live in the name of jesus give me understanding of the times give me understanding of the times somebody pray for discernment to understand the times in which you live in the name of jesus lift up your hand and say this after me heavenly father i pray for discernment to understand the times in which I live. This is the time of settlement. It is the time of possession. I receive the capacity to discern the times in which I live. Father, in Jesus' name, I receive the understanding of the times in which I live. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. So you pray, Father, give me discernment 
to understand the times in which I live. The Bible said, and all their brethren were at their command. I need you to pray something. The other thing you want to pray for. Pray for the humility to follow. The humility to follow. You see, following a man who has vision can be very annoying sometimes and frustrating. The man will see Red Sea and say, let's enter. And that's why the children of Israel used to be very angry with Moses. Red Sea, he says, let's enter. One day they rose up against Moses. They said, you have brought us into the wilderness to kill us. You just brought us here to die. I want somebody to pray, Father. Give me the humility to follow vision. Because sometimes when a leader is driving this kind of charge, oh, many times the leaders can get frustrated. When asked Moses, I got angry, called the people stiff-necked people. Then one day he's taking a rod and hitting a, a rock. And he himself was denied entering the promised land. It was just frustration after frustration because of the things in the wilderness. So there are times some of the things may come in a way you don't like it. But if they put you in the person's shoes, you may behave worse or you'll be discouraged. You will not be able to leave it. You'll be discouraged. You can't. You can. But I need somebody to lift up your hand. Father, I pray for humility. The humility and the obedience. Sometimes what you need is not the sensitivity to see a vision or understand. But the sensitivity and the wisdom and the humility to obey. Somebody lift up your hand and say, Heavenly Father, I receive the sensitivity and the wisdom to obey in the name of Jesus, and to follow in Jesus' name that I may be settled in Jesus' mighty name and somebody say an amen. You may be seated and the Lord bless your life in Jesus' name. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com God bless you richly.